You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael <laughs> Easton. Sorry, you didn't take a bite right before you said this. Take a bite before and after. <laughs> My name is Jordan Lowe. And I'm Cliff Barnes. <laughs> and I'm Seth. <laughs> we did We're it. back, baby. We did it. <laughs> so professional. This is this uh a whatever episode. It's a regular a new episode. year. <clears throat> Anybody else writing 2017 year. still? Man, I don't Who know writes? if I ever wrote 2017. <laughs> it went by so fast. Oh, I got something important. Oh, Ooh. breaking news. Da, 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 something da, important da, 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 da. for all the Jessies out there. Mm. During our Star Wars review, I made a hilarious off-the-cuff joke that we should do a song called Sith Don't Lie. Right. So, Because Cliff brought up a very intelligent point that... The Jedi often, you know, don't lie. Yeah, they tell tr- they 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 you know, oh, Vader killed your father. Like, yeah, from a certain Sith, point of view. From a certain point of view, yeah. But the Sith are always absolute, absolute. I thought that was very clever. I said, oh, that'd be a good Shakira parody. Sith don't lie. Well, my wonderful brother Justin Lowe wrote lyrics to the song "Sith Don't Lie." Justin Lowe is really coming he, he's through. He's bringing so, it. First off, I, I I'm say already that, jealous about the poster. Right. <laughs> now he's writing you song lyrics. Yeah, for Christmas, I got that poster we talked about, the 100 Essential Films. Yeah, I was all you, like, hey, there's this cool poster. Guess what? Yep. I don't get it for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You scratch off the movie posters and reveal the, the, the movie underneath. It's awesome. So I got to say, Justin is stepping up the game for any of our fans out there. Because we would love this kind of now, stuff from anybody. You don't have to be related to any of us. Somebody did draw a picture of us a little bit ago. We, we did said. get some fan art. So yeah. that would up the game in the art department. This more creative. So... If you think you can top this, I say go for it, because this is going to be tough. <laughs> now you're gonna am, do I, am I going to perform you it? The, yeah, you yeah. perform it. We'll cut this out, and he'll okay. put it back in with music. Do it. Okay, I will need some participation. Oh, we know when what When I do. give the signal, you got to say C. C? Like Spanish, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. C. Yeah. C. But real quick, C. 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 Practice it. <clears throat> C. Take a bite. <laughs> Alright, Shakira, she sings really weird. She has weird oh, don't make any caveats. Yeah, just right. go just for do it. it. DJ Cliff, <laughs> spin the record. <laughs> Darth Vader, only you could be so bad. Oh, it's on tonight. You know the Sith don't lie. And they're itching for a fight. All the cloning, the training. Don't you see, baby, dark side is gaining. Now you will experience the full power of the dark side. Toon the rebellion will be crushed and young Skywalker will be one of us. If this is a Thompson ship, where is the ambassador? <laughs> I never really knew this it could rise like this. They make a man wanna learn Arabish. You've got your Darth Maul, Tyrannus, Sidious, and Plagueis. Take my Oh, Kylo, when you killed your dad, you made the Jedi so mad. They regrouped and kept on fighting the ball on the Falcon. Hey, Ray, I can see your saber glowing, and it's driving me loco. And I didn't have the slightest idea that you might have been a solo. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away! 
kind of faith disturbing. Enough of this. Veda, release him. As you wish. <coughs> Now you will experience the full power of the dark side. I never knew the Sith were always too. Chasing the rebels from Hoth to Jakku. From Endor. See! Kamino. See! Mustafar and Naboo. Good! <laughs> now, fulfill your destiny. So be it. Your work here is finished, my friend. I'm impressed. (laughs) That was awesome. What, what writing prowess (laughs) and it transformed into that miraculous display. Uh, Wow. So, on top of all of that, (laughs) there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I'm gonna need those written lyrics out. <laughs> for Christmas, for Christmas, Justin gifted. I don't. Did he gift it to the podcast? He really gifted it to you. <laughs> you should have opened it that morning. <laughs> but we got a brand new mixing board. That'd have been awkward. If him and his it jammies. Would've, it would have. <laughs> um, they would have had to explain who I was. Right. <laughs> but, Cousin Cliff could have just pulled up on the front lawn in the <laughs> RV. <laughs> So he gifted us this new mixing board, which is going to be wonderful, but, you know, it really takes me back to the beginning of the podcast beginnings of all the audio issues we used to have and... And we'll have again. And we'll have again. It's it's really come around full circle. I can't wait to learn all about it. So, so really, he's our biggest patron now, too. Oh, really. absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, biggest patron and biggest creative contributor, so. That's true. Keep it up. Yeah, <laughs> fine job. Setting the bar. <laughs> um, let's do some gaming. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the Wacky Doctor. Battery's not included. Are you doing? My turn. Shall we play a game? I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we had a little game night up on Armor Hill. (laughs) That we did. Yeah. What's funny is, when I first saw that message, I was like, Babe... Seth was inviting us all up to play a game, and I reread the message. Is like, never mind. He's just inviting Cliff and his family <laughs> over. Well, anybody that wanted to come over, but it was like a blizzard. It was. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So over the holidays, we, you know, you, you, the kids are out of school. Maybe you're off work a few days, and maybe you're not used to all being in the house all at once so much, yeah, and yeah. kind of cooped up together. So. By like the third or fourth day, we had gotten to the point where we were just like a little too stare- yeah, we're staring up, yeah, we're staring at each other like, oh my god, we need to find an activity here. <laughs> so, being the family we are, we don't really own a lot of board games or card games or or know how to play card games. Um, that's just not something we've gotten a lot into. So, out of the few, very few basic games we had, we get out, my daughter has been re-watching The Office. That's um, a good activity. Constantly for probably the last two weeks. And, so we pull out, somebody one year had gotten me The Office kind of Trivial Pursuit game. Which I think we only attempted to play one time. So we dug it out, cleared it off the table, sat down to play it. Tried to read through the instructions that read like a phone book. And Who was Voodoo Mama Juju? <laughs> <laughs> if if it all had only been the uh, what it was trivia questions. Yeah, it was trivia. Oh questions. man, that'd be interesting actually. 
Um, and the questions weren't bad, but the, it was the rest of the game. Yeah, you just, the instructions yeah. were really horrible. And you sent us a picture, and I actually, let, I was like, oh, it had like their little faces. Yeah, on like the, the little pieces. You got <coughs> to pick your character. I mean, it was very, very clever. It looked great, but after about I more don't know, complicated, yeah, than way too complicated. After about forty-five minutes of that, I'm, that's when I messaged you, and I was like, we are. Board a we need the poo bot explain these <laughs> explain these directions. This game sucks. Yeah, uh, I was like, I was like, well, you know, give me a, a minute and then just come on over. So they they came over and I started with the basics. <laughs> we had we had a progressive. Yeah, I was like, okay, here's the easiest game I have, and we played that, and you know, we played Suro, and we played Dixit, which gets a little more abstract. But it's a really, I love that as an introductory yeah, game. Yeah, that was really popular yeah, with were, my kids. Yeah, they wanted to play that again immediately. Yeah, we yeah played, they could have just played that. Yeah, they we played that, and then Nick got home from work, and he jumped in because he likes Dixit. And then, uh, gosh, what we we played, uh, oh, oh, oh then, then we went on to Cash and Guns, cash which is guns. always a hit. You know, everybody loves pointing a foam gun at somebody else, so. <laughs> so, yeah, in fact, I didn't even tell you this. Um, I don't know if it was the next night. Afterwards, or the night after that, my daughter, who's ten, Carly looked at me and she's like, "What are we doing tonight?" I was like, "I don't know." She goes, "You want to get rid of Seth?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Well, I like, think we were invited." <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I knew she was gonna like it. And she, yeah, she definitely got right in there and was into every game we played. So, yeah, you guys are have, give me a little heads up, and, <laughs> and yeah, absolutely, come over and play some games. But the most important part of the night. Was I got to play on the on the game table? Oh yeah, velvet, velvet. velvet. <laughs> That's right. You did, did get to try out the game table and see the the collection of games is like taking over my house. <laughs> yes, got a whole wall full of games. <laughs> well, we had a gamey Christmas too. I picked up the based on Seth's recommendation the code code words code names code names. They did the new expansion. They mm-hmm. did a Marvel one and a Disney one. So. For the nephews, I got Marvel, and for the nieces, I got the Disney one. And they picked it up pretty quick, yeah. seemed, seemed to really enjoy it. And then later in the day, we played a quick game of Scattergories. And, uh, Man, I haven't played that forever. I yeah, remember. I always liked that game. Yeah. And the kids the kids were running, the adults were playing the game, and the kids were running the timer and yep. rolling the dice and all that stuff. And my nieces were just running around. They're, they just turned five. And my little niece, Annabelle, runs over, and she kind of... Squeezes up next to me and looks really intently at my paper. She looks at me, looks at my paper, and then she whispers, I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> she was really invested right. in the game, but had no idea yeah. what we were she writing. She wanted to but, play. Yeah. She wanted to but play. But she had to, yeah. I don't know how to read. Yeah. So yeah. I laughed for the remainder of the timer, and I think I lost that round. Uh, that's good. <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, I will. Like, I, I've, I've said before, we need to get all you guys over and play some games, because, you know. Those were kind of the introductory games or so. I really know. feel like that's on my level right <laughs> yeah, there. I'm, I, I will say this. I'm pretty good at picking out who's going to like what games. So, you know, I think I knew what I, I know my crowd yeah. when they show up. So I've had a feeling you guys would all like those games well enough. But and I've got plenty more like them. You actually inspired um, us a little bit because on New Year's Eve, we went over to my cousin's house. Pull guns on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Guys, this is so fun. Bullets everywhere. Uh, we went over there, and um, she had invited us and, and uh, my other cousin and some family. And uh, we ended the night by playing Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. So we we played several rounds of that. Had a good Carly, time. go to your room. <laughs> yeah, Carly like, wow. was not there, so it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some more. We, uh... Actually, that was my Christmas present this year. I got a game. Actually, I got um, Nick got me a game on Kickstarter. It's not out yet. But. How does anyone in your family get you a game that you don't already? Well, just like it is not, not out yet. yet. Yeah, you have yet. to get. Right. You have to work at that. Right? Yeah, they don't even. I don't. <laughs> I don't even bother trying to tell them. But uh, yeah, Nick knows what we have and what we don't, and he knew we had both talked about this game. It was very popular. Um, the first time it came out this past year. It, it's only you can't buy it in stores. It's only come out on Kickstarter, and they did a second wave of it. It's called Seventh Continent, and it's kind of a choose your own adventure type 
game with tiles and stuff, and it just looks great. And it, so I should be getting that in March, and looking forward to it. Um, let's pick a new category. What's the category, an Michael? Show? Animation. Okay, what what animation do you have? Uh, exactly. He just likes to say the he, word. He, he, Animaniacs yeah. are coming back. Oh, they are. oh yeah. To television? Uh, Hulu, I think. Oh. They ordered two seasons for new Animaniacs. Episodes. Hmm. Name some characters from the Animaniacs. Yakko, Wacko, Dot, uh, the Pinky Good the Feathers, brain. Pinky and the Brain. Right, what are we going to do today, Brian? I loved Animaniacs. I was in probably junior high, and you know that's the age you should be getting out of cartoons, probably. <laughs> but it I was, was older so, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So guess what? I didn't watch Animaniacs. <laughs> but it had so many references, and not like you know adult dirty references, but like you know referencing Goodfellas. You know, yeah. <laughs> like no kids know what that is, but like you're watching, like I know that's from something. Just so in tune with pop culture and just so well written. I just, I always love that show to death. And even the origin story of them being tied into the birth of Warner Brothers animation. Mm-hmm. I do have animation news. Okay, lay it on. I forgot it. <laughs> I, had it I do have it right here. Warner Brothers. Um, no. Oh, uh, Nickelodeon's Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you heard about, like, the direction they're going with this? Mm. Like, they're changing way too much. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing the gauntlet down. No! They want to make Raphael the leader now. He is the leader of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Leonardo's Blast. leader in blue. Blasphemous. Just anything he can to get his ninjas through. <laughs> and Michelangelo is the party dude. Well, actually, according to the ninja rap, go ninja, go ninja, one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group transformed from the norm by the nuclear group. So even in the old, eh, I'm not wow. lying. 1990 rap song they called Raphael the leader. Vanilla Ice. Pre-Vanilla Ice. Partners in oh. crime. Partners Ooh. in crime. Spell with a K. <laughs> That's how you know it was from the street. <laughs> you can't dust us off like some old coffee table. Since you've been born, you've been willing and able to protect the weak, defeat the sneak, fight for your rights and your freedom of speak. You can't wait to get this in before we get the mixing board up. Let's <laughs> right see how it is. So that's it on animation? Uh, sure. Have you watched all those, uh, the Transformers Titans return? Yeah, I think they're... Are they still out, coming out? I think so. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm behind a little bit. Still really good. Apparently that's all we have in animation. Okay, go on, pick a category. Comics. He is just, He got nothing. He is random. No comics, pick something else. No. TV. Oh, the Lord. What the hell is a sticky maple? Run. Very run. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Go get him, Supergirl. Well, what does this guy look like, anyway? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Exterminate! Little pig, little pig! Let me in! These violent delights have violent ends. That's what she said. Groovy. <laughs> Okay, what'd you watch on TV? Uh, the Gifted got renewed for a second season. You always pick categories if you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you caught up on The Gifted? No, you, I quit watching it. You, you quit ago. watching it. Yeah. You're caught up. I think there's one more episode before the finale. Is, is that it? Just one so, more? yeah. Okay. Were you surprised? Now, not Never this week, it. but a couple weeks ago. We had the big reveal where we one of the main characters got killed off. Who who got killed off? Dreamer. I don't know who that is. 
<laughs> she was the one with mental. The, she could like breathe the smoke like? out. She was redhead. Yep. Okay, I know she. Is. <laughs> she was good looking. <laughs> but no, I thought that was a bit of a surprise. That they took a step out. Yeah. yeah. You know, they would built her up as a. You know, okay, this this is one of our main heroes here, and then bam, just I mean, see you later. And uh, so, in that, the Strucker kids had gotten caught by the Doctor Raising Hope guy, and uh, he was able to get them to use their powers so he could figure out how to replicate it. So now he's taking these mutants he has in the Hound program, and they're locking them together so they can use their powers much like Fenris. So I thought that was kind of cool. And they're, like, they're, we're on the run now, and then they ended up back at their base. So, like, they keep yeah. trying to shake things up, but then kind of going back to where we started. So, so they're gifted. Yeah. Anything else, TV? <laughs> There hasn't been a lot of TV. a lot of reruns here in the holidays. Yeah, we're just era. now getting back to some other shows coming out. Well, I did, I did see that, uh, Noah Hawley made a statement today or something that there is supposed to be a Fargo season four, which is pretty exciting. We didn't know if we were going to get one. And a Legion season two yeah. is getting delayed a little further, it said. Um, I did take a moment and watch the Doctor Who Christmas special that introduced the new Doctor, the Lady Doctor. The um, Lady Doctor. And, uh, <laughs> he's so creepy. And, uh, so that was the last episode for Peter Capaldi. What was it called? It was Twice Something. Twice Upon a Christmas? Yeah. Something like, like that. I was telling you off air that I, uh, was in Columbus watching movies and they were, mm-hmm. it was on the big screen up there, you know, you could watch it. Yeah. And I, uh, we'd mentioned before, I, I kind of, I, I had dropped off Doctor Who, quit watching it, didn't care for Peter Capaldi. Um, but there's something about the Christmas specials that I was telling you guys that will, I mean, they're always excellent and they will bring you back to Doctor Who no matter what, um, if you're watching it or not. And there's a lot of references in it. Um, from way back, some of them I got, some I didn't, characters I got or didn't get. Um, but the big thing was David Bradley, the actor, um, who portrayed the first Doctor in the uh, television movie a couple years ago that ended uh, Matt Smith's run, is back um, as the first Doctor in this. And so they do like a team up. Um, uh, they basically, the the first doctor is snatched up right before he regenerates for the first time in the show um as he's contemplating not regenerating and wants to die he's apparently scared to regenerate that type of thing um which is concurrently happening to peter capaldi's doctor also he does he's kind of decided he wants to die and not regenerate because um, he's scared of it. But the whole thing takes place, basically the story revolves around um, Armistice Day, back in 1914, World War One between the Germans and, uh, I believe, the British. Um, a Christmas Day, when they all kind of quit fighting and uh, very famously yeah. sang Christmas carols and, you know, suspended for Christmas, so... Um, but it's excellent. Very, very good. Re- like I said, got me back into Doctor Who. I probably will start watching it again. So how much of the new Doctor did we see? Was it just kind of popped at the end? minute. Ah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So, um, so but don't it, really have a taste of what her tenure will be like. No, nothing like that yet. Except, I mean, it... Here we go with the rappers. Mr. Cellophane over there. What's your fortune? Hold it up to the mic. Just so tell us what's your fortune. Bag. Open your fortune. <laughs> you got a fi- fidget spinner? You want to? Oh, better yet, what your proverb cookie? Because these yeah. aren't fortunes anymore. People learn little from success, but much from failure. <laughs> there you go. What have you learned? <laughs> After he stuffs the cookie in his mouth. <laughs> okay. So when did when does the when does it start? What's the next? 
when she show up? Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Stay tuned, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Any other uh, TV stuff anybody's watched or anything? Nope. I'd say our bread and butter is going to be streaming this week. It is. Um, real quick, did you get? Did you see Sabrina has the actress has been? Oh, that's cast. TV too. It's streaming. Yeah. Oh, it is streaming. Yeah, that's what? why I said it's streaming because it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I don't even know why we do. TV. Sabrina will be yes. on Netflix. Did we know that? We're going to discuss yeah. that. I mean, yes, we knew that. We Seth did know that. that. Well, nobody told me. Well, uh, did we anyone run Seth it by Melissa Joan Hart? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, they announced that a month or two ago. Streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the streams. That is what we are. The streams. Okay. Well, let's just start there. Well, okay, then. What did we miss? Okay, well, what they, did I miss? They, there's a whole thing. It's <laughs> a CW spinoff. Yeah, but Riverdale is doing... A lot better on Netflix. Uh, like well, everything what, does better. Well, on I'm Netflix just saying well. that's one of the reasons. And plus, one of the main things is WB was going to have to share with CBS because oh. CBS used to have Sabrina. Oh, they would still have the rights, or yeah. So this gets rid of that problem, apparently. Besides the fact Netflix will probably do a good job with it, and I love the casting. We got the casting today. Um, Kieran and Shipka from Mad Men. I know. I guarantee I'm the only one in this room that watched Mad Men. Right? I watched. I've watched the whole series. Twice. I tried to watch. I love it. It's a, it. it would be in my top ten shows of all time. I I love period pieces anyway, and it's a great show. It's set in the '60s. Um, and she she's does a great job in it. She's grown up now. Uh, I mean, I really love the casting. She's a good actor, so. But she's gonna be Sabrina? Yeah, I saw a picture of her, and, like, I get it. Yeah, they got Sabrina, two seasons, ten episodes each. Um, and they're basing it on those comics. So it should be super creepy. Um, fighting, you know, keeping everybody safe from the evil spirits and stuff like that. I, I haven't Shipping read Shipping them Cthulhu's around. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, I guess we will reserve our right to, uh, complain if the talking cat is terrible. <laughs> See, all the lead up to Riverdale, we just made fun of it and talked about how bad it is. Now the lead up to Sabrina, we're going to be like, oh, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah. It could be a... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of it, but excited about that. Uh, what, what else? Well, we had, anybody watch the Dave Chappelle? Yes. Stuff? I did. What'd you think? Very good. I had, there was things I didn't like that he said, you know. But I he also kind of defended his right to say them and how it's yeah. important to say stuff that people don't agree with. Yeah. People. I, I my only comment to that is I'm is it okay for me to say that I'm really sick of comedians saying they're allowed to say whatever the hell they want because that really it's starting to bother me. I feel like it's ever it's really important for comedians to get to say whatever they want. And I'm like, why do you get to say whatever the hell you want and not everybody else is supposed to? It's not correct for us to, but you can say it. And that kind of bugs me, you know? I mean, I get it, and I, I've defended it in the past, but it also, sometimes he really, it rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, you know, really, you shouldn't be saying that. But there's been a big kind of backlash recently. I know Jerry Seinfeld has said stuff before, like, saying you can't do shows on college campuses in certain places because Anything you say is offensive to someone. And right. comedy is always going to offend. It's going to push buttons. So they're, you know, fighting for their livelihood, for their, you know, to be able to go out and say things without having to go and apologize later. So I can get, yeah, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. I see it both ways. I'm just, uh, I just want to throw the opposite <laughs> opinion, some that I do feel myself. I'm just like, sometimes I still think he goes, too far with things because he so explains things well and i agree with so much of what he's saying why do you have to do that one thing that isn't necessary but to me i i watch it and then i laugh and it's like oh should i laugh at that like it makes me like i'm kind of glad he does it because he says things i don't automatically agree with him same as watching the news at night i don't automatically agree with everything mm-hmm. i hear on one channel or disagree with everything on another channel but 
I, you know, listening is like, ah, he shouldn't use that word or phrase it that way. But it makes me think, like, why why shouldn't he or why should well, I? Or, well, I'll you tell know, you, like, I was watching it and I had Nick come in. I was like, this guy, okay, you ever heard of him? No, he never heard of him. I was like, 20 years ago, he was the number one comic. You know, he did a couple stand-up specials besides having his own show. He had a couple stand-up specials that were just, just everybody loved. He's like, all right, he'll watch anything I tell him. He sat down and he was upset when it was over. Really? And I, he was just like, I don't, he's like, I don't want to complain, but, well, he only watched the first one with, with me. I don't remember the name of it, but what, it was the bigger venue. And he was just like, I do not find that funny. And he is not somebody that gets offended, but he's like saying it's it's just funny that he 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 says the n word a million times, and it's supposed to be funny because he can say it. And he's like he's like I don't want to say it, but and he's like I'm just not enjoying him saying it. And I was like, what? Just to hear that, I was totally floored by the perspective I was getting. He's like, I didn't find it funny at all. And I was like, well, it wasn't his best stuff. (laughs) I was like, but I get what you're saying. A generation not raised on Richard Pryor and all these comedians that we heard. Like, this is a new, this younger generation who who has been more careful about this kind of language. And that's not going to be there. You know, when comedians of his generation go up and talk, they're not going to talk like that. Right. So I I I get his perspective yeah. too. That's completely valid. He was just like and he felt also, like it was a crutch, and I'm like, you're really right. He he says it to be funny, and that's the thing because he's less of a setup punchline joke. You know, he he's not doing a bunch of material. Mm. It seems like he's more as he gets older, he's doing more like just storytelling mm. and just sort of word association or free, well, free association, whatever you call it. And like it seems very less structured. Mm-hmm. So it does just seem more stream of consciousness of him just talking. So he's got to punch it up with a few, you know, absurdities or right. profanities or whatever. But I did enjoy both shows. He really ma- tried to make a commentary about his whole situation disappearing. I can't tell you that I totally got it. Like, the, I enjoyed the story mm-hmm. about, you know, the pimp book and stuff, but... I felt like we were supposed to really get his message out of that, and I can't say that I totally did. I well, would, just you know, the way Hollywood runs and the you, way you are you know. chewed up and spit out, and yeah. But yeah. I, I just, there's very few comedians that can deliver language like he does, and I, I just so appreciate the way he can turn a phrase. He's just so good. I said the jokes aren't some other comedian telling his jokes right. wouldn't work, but just the way. He's just such a skilled comedian. Just the the craft of it. I just now it's Trump. I, I'll enjoy whatever I see from. Now it's Trump stuff was great. I I, I, I like that. I like that he had to defend himself because people you know got the wrong impression of what his thoughts were. Yeah, that was what left me the the stuck with me the most was about you know there was a lot of controversy when he hosted SNL and when Trump was first elected he said well let's give him a chance. And then that was taken out of, you know, there were certain other things he said that taken out of context and his friends and family were like, how could you say that, Dave? And it's like, like all this controversy and constant anger we have over what people said or did, we're never getting the full truth. We fly off the handle without knowing really what's going on. And it's kind of ridiculous. We, we, we just have to be angry at something all the time. And right. it, it, yeah, so, but he can go back and point it out, like, look, here's what you people did that was dumb. <laughs> do you guys find, is it Aziz? Aziz Ansari? Yeah, Aziz? do you guys find him funny? Yes. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't like all his stand-up stuff, but I real, I liked him in Master None, and I well, liked, him, I was, I liked him on like, Parks right. and Rec. Yeah. Well, I meant, like, on a stand-up. I watched his last stand-up special, and it had some funny bits, but I didn't think he was He was good funny. on Saturday Night Live when he was on oh. last year, and also gave a similar type uh, routine and stuff. I haven't seen all... I've probably only seen one of his stand-up specials. That's crazy. There's a whole generation that has... Is post Chappelle show. Yeah, he didn't know what it was. That's, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, he had no idea. That was the biggest thing for oh, a while. Yeah. That was everyone was watching that show and talking about. I was it. like, surely you've seen the meme of the crack guy, you know, cutting it up, whatever. And he's like, nope, don't have any idea. And he is pretty online. Uh, Letterman starts next week. He's gonna have his 
uh, show on Netflix interviewing and starts with Obama. And I hadn't even heard of that. Yeah. He's got a whole, I don't have the lineup, but there's several people that he's going to be doing set downs with. So that big beard. Yep. Big white beard. I mean, just so. retire. Like you don't have to do another talk right. show. Right. Yeah. I think he just wants to. He just wants to, wants to talk about it. Oh, also we saw today, I saw drop the nine seasons of Comedians and Car Getting Coffee. I started watching that. I've watched see a few seasons of I watched, it. I don't know uh, which ones and over, you know, I started watching the very first episode or whatever was on there today for lunch break. I started watching it. It's good. Yeah. Some of them are better than others, but it's neat just to hear comedians talk. You know, about the way they do their comedy. That's basically what it is. Or they'll talk about nothing, and it's funny. But Did you say nine seasons? Nine seasons, yeah. Jeez. Well, I mean, I'm sure that they're yeah. really short episodes. Um, couple things were on Netflix. We mentioned, well, Bright came out. That was the big Netflix $90 million they paid to make that. Wow. For reals. Has anybody watched it? Yeah. I, I did. I finished it. Did you? Yeah. I watched it. Did you like it? It was all right. Yeah, whatever. It had a it was Max <laughs> Landis wrote it. Yeah. Did he get paid like seven million dollars or something? I don't know. For the script, he tweeted that he was really excited because he felt like this was going to be his Star Wars. <laughs> and then he erased that tweet. <laughs> I, Will Smith's always good. He, he's somebody I can. It's you know I can watch Will Smith in basically anything. He's always charming and funny. So this was. You know, him as a leading man was fine. I thought the, uh, Joel Edgerton, was that mm. his name? He, he was good under all that makeup. Just the story was kind of familiar and the, let's call it the allegory was a little bit heavy handed of mm-hmm. these race relations between different mythological yeah. creatures. But it was fun, you know, like they roll up to a scene and there's a centaur in a cop uniform. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. but they don't mention it. It's not a big deal. It's just, oh yep, yeah. we have centaurs here. Yeah, I was very whatever about it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't. I, it's almost like I couldn't stay paying attention to it very well. But the plot, I, I can't even. I there's didn't even a, try. a good elf and a bad elf, and they're trying to raise an even worse elf. Like the right. plot really was not important. But the problem is now two people on my account have watched the whole friggin' movie, so they think <laughs> I love it, <laughs> and they're making another one. Yeah, I'd heard they're making another one. I mean, like, so, so many people watched the, that the first weekend. It would be the equivalent of, if that many people went and saw it in the theater, it would make over $100 million the first weekend. Uh, it's so weird. how does that translate to, like, where does that budget, how, how do you say how much money that made in our budget? Like, we, you know, subscriber, the subscription model is completely different than the box office model. So I, I yeah, did I, anyone I sign up for Netflix just... Because they love Will Smith a lot. I don't know who doesn't have Netflix, right? But they keep them. There's a lot. There's still there is a lot of competition. I I can't say. I mean, I'm not gonna get rid of Netflix, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but but I mean, like I I I would say that it has crossed my mind the fact there's so many things I have to stop and think. How much do I really watch on each thing? Sometimes I don't get on Netflix very often. I, I would get rid of it, but I'm saying, but. It does, there is a competition. Yeah, I, for, I know. For my time. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Cause I feel like with Netflix, the shows that I watch on there all come out at once. And then I'm like three months of nothing. You could totally get rid of Netflix and come back. Right. And watch a few, you know, yeah. binge some stuff when you're on vacation and get rid of Netflix. Yeah, you can only subscribe to one a month. Like, yeah. Pay for sure. Hulu this month and the Disney mm-hmm. app next month right. and just keep canceling them. And That's why them. they do these movies so yeah. they can, they gotta keep something coming out. There's gotta be like a psychological thing. You know, we have the FOMO, fear of missing out. Like there's gotta be some kind of thing it's doing to us to like, like I had to watch Bright this week because I figured we wanted to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Like, but not everybody has a podcast, but like, <laughs> what? but people want to, oh, that came out this week. I got to right. watch it. And then you just get behind and you have to, you're constantly like stressed. This shouldn't be stressful. What am right. I going to watch on Netflix this week? But I don't know. It's messing us up, <laughs> but it's on there forever. Like you could watch it years from now. But it's the same thing with social media. People like. If you come on my wall and say anything about this before I watch it, because there's idiots that as soon as, like, they want to be the very first one to, like, 
get online and say, blah, 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 about something. Yeah. And <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> tofu talking. <laughs> but it's this it was weird. Bean curd, oh, bean curd. Bean tofu curd. dumb. It's both. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, we're living in a very strange world. <laughs> that is true. Well, um, I, well, one thing about Bright, the only thing is, I kept hearing people talk about the comment that he made in there calling him a Shrek looking whatever and, mm-hmm. and how, so and, you know, oh, there was a whole thing explaining how that would, <laughs> if, you know, calling this orc a Shrek looking this and so in that world they made an animated movie about <laughs> characters and all I could think was Shrek was an ogre. <laughs> I was like, so, not the same thing. Um, but it, okay. was cl- it was some clever world building and it was, you could think, you know, they, they, they didn't heavy handed explain, well, the orcs are descended from that. Like, you just had to kind of pick it up. It was, it was clever. It just wasn't, it wasn't, but then it had like enough. fairy lives don't matter and mm-hmm. whatever. I'm, I'm just, it was, that was the part that lost me it was all that super heavy handed stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's know. very much uh, allegorical. Um, the biggest thing came out on Netflix this past week. We got to talk about Black Mirror. <laughs> Season four, it was so good. Six episodes, they were all good. Nothing, I mean, blow your doors off, but it, they were all good, and I was very happy with the season. What did you think, Michael? You watched them all? Loved it. Loved How many have you episode. watched? I watched two. Okay, I've watched all six. Michael's watched all six. You yes. said Cliff watched one. He watched I watched the Star Trek. So we, yeah, that was a great episode. Did you watch that one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, of course we've all watched it. And yeah, everybody so picked up on the amazing... Yes, the Pearl Matter. Pearl Matter. Pearl Matter. DNA test. <laughs> that was freaking nuts. <laughs> that was, that was I expect so royalties from, uh, <laughs> yeah. from that, that was movie. That so funny. Well, it was a great episode, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, I had yeah, seeing the little trailer teaser, the picture, I had no idea what to expect. Right. Like, are these actors on a show? Like, mm-hmm. what are, what are we doing here? Because it didn't seem to fit. And I love that but... ending. Just oh, that ending was great. I mean, just so it was really good. I, I hate we, I mean, we can't really spoil stuff, but it's so early. People need to, you need to watch if you haven't watched Black uh, Mirror. Watch I said badly want to talk about the ending of the episode, but um, I won't spoil. And then much. what other ones were? I got. See, um, Hold on. King of Space. Then we had that one. Okay. What was the quote at the end? The King of King of Space. <laughs> yeah. You recognize that voice? Did you know who that was? Uh uh-uh. uh. At the end? No. Who was it? It was Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Uh, Seth? I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't know. I, I, I missed when, when, the beginning of that conversation. At the very end, when they encounter the users. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just a voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't even notice that was him. Yeah, so because Jesse Plemons was on right. the last couple seasons of Breaking Bad. So. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Plemons did a great job. You know, he he was so good, even acting. You know, acting when he was in the role and st- and out, just it was great. And episode two but, was and again, but it also, I always say when I play a video game. I don't go the evil route. I'm always, I always try to be a good I guy. I can't. I want I'm like, to. Because I imagine when I flip the game off, they're like, that guy's a psychopath. Like, they're all talking about me <laughs> yeah. when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I always do that, too. I always I try to be the heel in real life, but the hero in the game. Um, episode 2, Archangel, which was like, yeah, that's the second one you that watched. That was very interesting. Helicopter parenting to the max. Yeah. Directed could, by Jodie Foster. Yeah. And she, she actually... Christy, I think Christy was, I think it was Christy who was telling me about it that they, she amped up the role of the father in that episode. She amped up the role of the father. Like the, it was in the original episode or the original draft or whatever, he was non-existent, mm. and she made that a, a part of it, like more poignant part of the story. That was good. Yeah. And we had uh, episode three was crocodile. Which the that was the one with the insurance investigator. That I thought like a lot. I heard. Away. I know. Yeah. I heard a lot of people didn't like that episode. I, I could see that being one of the lesser. Like I liked it. It was uh, very clever. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah, I definitely I enjoyed them all. Uh, episode four was one of my favorites. Hang the DJ. Yes, and that was the dating. The dating. That one. was that was really that good, was, and it's very reminiscent of 
the lobster. We watched the lobster, um, Jordan and I saw last year. Um, it had a little hint of that to it, but it was a, da- it was a futuristic dating type service that was very clever. And then episode five was Metalhead. That was the black and white. That was probably my least favorite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I also thought that was probably one of the more realistic ones. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was just, you know, it's a black and white. All they're, of course, they're all futuristic, but it's like a desolate, uh, post-apocalyptic type, type thing. And there's, um, but the role, the, the robot that was in it, like those <laughs> are the kind robot. that they're working on now. Like that's what I thought yeah. was like, it wasn't the scary Terminator annihilate you. It was very realistic. Like this was not far off right. of basically don't the- watch this episode, Jordan. It will <laughs> give you nightmares I'm watching it tonight. Yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah. It, it it was they were all good. This was this was still good. Probably my least favorite if I had to pick yeah. one, but I I still really liked it. But I liked that the robot was so small but <laughs> so deadly. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, and then it ended great, like a Roomba. Yeah, it, like a Roomba. It ended great. <laughs> the way you held your hands up, like it was about Roomba shaped. <laughs> Episode six was Black Museum. This reminded me of like the Twilight Zone movie or one of those like. I don't know. The way it, it ended, it just it, – it felt very familiar. Well, Jordan is – when he watches it, he's definitely going to see a similarity similarity to a movie he saw this year. Um, uh, but it was really good episode. It was like a House of Horrors type thing. Yeah. This guy welcomes this girl to his, you know, off the beaten path House of Horrors and he – has all, all these displays, and he kind of tells us. I won't stuff. lie, because I was a little confused when it was called the Black Museum. Yeah, I was. Like, <laughs> I mean, you don't know what you're getting. You didn't know yeah. what you were getting, but the uh, he was had different items, and he was like, she had some time to kill, and he's telling her stories about the items, and it was really interesting. And it was like a little, you know, hodgepodge of stories, and I, yeah, it was. Now, did one person direct that, or did someone else direct a little? No, I was no, curious about that. No idea. It was good. It was excellent, and yeah, you know, like I said, it definitely had a similar similarity to a movie this year. But I didn't really think about it till after I was done watching it. But all good, excellent season. I've been waiting for it, and we. I feel like we definitely won. And I know there's a few things in previous seasons but i'm curious your opinion because the second episode had several callbacks or maybe call them easter eggs that this is kind of one connected universe Mm, why i just wondered your opinion do you like that or should these all be separate i i like it because i don't think i mean i like that it's trying to show some of it could be connected but it's not i don't believe that everything could be taking place because i've heard time. like there's certain ones you know, they'll show a screen and all you know the news ticker on the bottom will say something back to the first season or right. whatever you know yeah so uh, there's been very very subtle easter eggs in the past but as i said especially the second episode there's a couple things that are obvious obvious yeah. tying into previous it's so episodes. funny because they they haven't blatantly been like okay Here's this new thing we're doing, but we have this technology yeah. also, and we're yeah. also doing that and like mesh them together. They haven't done that yet because it's hard to focus. Any, you know, you're already trying to figure out what's going on with this. Um, yeah, I like that stuff. I like, you know, I'm like anybody else. Ooh, I recognize that <laughs> squirrel. It's all different. All each one exists at a different time in the story or yeah. whatever. It's just such a great. Yeah. Twilight Zone type thing. In fact, that first episode, uh, I heard some talk. There was a Twilight Zone episode where, like, I mean, the sixties or whatever, they had a a kid who had that kind of omnipotent power, like Plemons had, and just like, what if they got whatever they wanted? It's good that you did that, Anthony. Hmm? It's good that you did that, Anthony. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you, never, you haven't seen. You're not. Are you a Twilight Zone person? No. Nope. No, Send them to the cornfield. That was very, yeah, it's a very famous episode. Nope. I think there was a Twilight Zone marathon on. Oh, buddy, yes, there was. Yeah. I saw a couple I hadn't seen before, and there was one that had George Takei in it. Oh, wow. As maybe 20 years old. And this. <laughs> no, it's, that's not what you say. Huh? <laughs> oh, my. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. I thought I mispronounced his name. Okay. <laughs> but it was set 
he he's like a young kid. He's going to mow the lawn of this guy who's a, a World War II veteran. And it's, you know, the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, mow the lawn for $9 and, you know, trim the hedges and everything. And he's like, oh, come help me clean out my attic. And he's got a bunch of war mementos. And there's like a samurai sword. And they, they accidentally get locked in the attic. Or is it the Twilight Zone locking them in? But they have to kind of, he has to deal with this crazy, they wouldn't call it PTSD, but that's what it was. And he, he's basically, I said, I can't think of a show on the air today that would touch this with a 10 foot pole. But he said, he was like, we were trained that you weren't human and it was okay to burn you with flamethrowers in caves. And now we're buying your transistor radios and we're supposed to respect your culture. And it's like, about like the dehumanization of war. I was like, this show came out in 1963. Like yeah. no one would even go near that topic today. I was like, this is amazing. I've, I mean, I've watched Twilight Zone and like it, but I just never got around to going back and watching a bunch of it. Any other stuff? You guys caught up on Runaways yet? Oh, that is the last thing I had. Okay. Yes, I got caught up today finally. And, and we got one episode left after this. What do you think? What do you think? I'm amazed how different yet similar it is. Like how they crafted it for the TV show of it being very similar but yet very different and them capturing the they captured it very well. The characters are all yeah. like great. Out there's of the one point. that throws one. There's one character that throws me off. Nico sounds like um, just kind of a deep voice. Well, she sounds like uh, uh, the Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, she like does. So, like her voice, like the yeah. way she talks, mm-hmm. she sounds like Miley Cyrus. But I, I still, I, I think they're all cast well. Yeah, and I, I like they're as the. Season has gotten further on. I mean, it's gotten a little crazier. I did this last episode. You said the first couple episodes were very faithful to the comic. Is it? Is it becoming less so? Well, they really stretched out what happened in the first comic. But I can't. It's been so long since I read it. You you had read it recently, and I made a comment about how I felt like there wasn't this much of the parents. There's no way there was this much of the parents in the comic. I mean, half the show is the parents and all the stuff going on with that. It wasn't like that in the comic. But it's like, but it's well done. I I like all that story. What the heck? That hole. (laughs) What was the point of shoving the truck in the hole? I don't know what that did. (laughs) That was... And then fill it up. It's like this... Invisible drill that you can't see or whatever. It's like making this huge. We're not giant... spoiling because it'll make no sense. To <laughs> yeah, you. this huge giant hole. And we're There's a giant out. hole, like a giant yeah. bottomless yeah. pit. Hey, you see a hole, you push a damn truck down. That's that just hole. like you do this, you do that. I'll do this. It's literally like these two characters had nothing to do. So like, go over it and get that Mack truck and <laughs> shove it in the hole, and then it's gonna go to the bottom. It won't matter. And now we're gonna fill it with dirt. And I'm just like. What the heck? That was... I, I like just, how they all cheered her on, too. Yeah, I was just like, what is the point of that? Yeah. It made... That was a... That was... It just it was stood weird. out. The, the show's so good that when they did something that blatantly made no sense... Uh, yeah, especially after... You know, immediately before that was a two pretty pivotal moments in the show so far. <laughs> right, yeah. And then we go to shoving a truck down a big hole. And I didn't like the... Like, they've done so much with the relationships in the show, and then to have such an awkward, oh, you know, I hated that cookie cutter, well, it was just, we're just friends, or da 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 Yeah. It's like, come on, you spent all that time, I don't know, that kind of stuff gets at me, because every relationship drama show has that, you gotta go through this, it's such a fight to get together. I was like, why? I was so excited for something just to have happened, though. Like, I feel like the whole show up to this point has been kind of just build up, build up, build up, and nobody has done a damn thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm like, I, I don't want to complain because we still have the last episode. I'm hoping some, something really <laughs> happens. But, I mean, there's stuff happening. I don't, I, I, I like the show. I, I can't wait to see how the season wraps up, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's gotten weird at times. It was like that lady. 
I mean, I'm like, I can't say anything. But it's like, that lady, it's just like, okay, well, you're gonna die. You gotta, you gotta die. Now, oh, but, alright. Okay, I'll, I will. That, I don't really want to. Well, no, it's your turn. Okay, well, you gotta die. Okay, okay, but da da da. No, no. You don't have to now. Okay. Goes yeah. on. It's like, it didn't phase her either way. It's like, you're dead forever, or, okay, now you're about, we're not gonna kill you. Okay. She didn't care either way. Meanwhile, Kirk Cameron screwing everything up. <laughs> what? I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? The the church, the husband of it. That's, of it. The, that's oh, Kirk Cameron. Like, that's Kirk that's Cameron. Cameron. I mean, that's obviously wow. who they base that character on. No, off it's of. not. Oh Kirk yeah, it based on Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Because he, he left his life of Hollywood to devote himself to a church. <laughs> okay. That's right. That is a Michael. Nobody ever did that. Take right there. No, I, I'll I'll give you that. Good job. <laughs> All right, we're done. I like Runaway. I it's weird, banana. but whatever. It's not Riverdale weird, but it's weird enough to keep me watching. But anyway, the ending of that last episode was really good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all like, the endings have kind of yeah. been kept you wanting more. You know, I thought they've done a good job pacing things. It's basically how I spent my holiday break was getting caught up on the Runaways and hmm. Black Mirror. Any movies? Yeah, I'll talk about one movie. Okay. I need to go see Star Wars. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm, do you know how many hours a week I've been working? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it's uh, a... a I, I ha- I'm, I'm hoping maybe Sunday I'll get a chance. Yeah. I went and saw Star Wars for the third time. Yeah, what'd you think? I uh, took my wife, my daughter, my son saw it for the second time. And uh, I'm still like completely in love with the movie. And the same parts, you know, still, even though I know they're coming, I still get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But my wife, who is not into Star Wars at all, uh, really enjoyed it as a movie, period. I got a Uh, question. What? Did she sense any sexual tension? You know, I didn't even ask her. You need to ask her. Don't... You know, leader yeah. one way or the other mm-hmm. say, did you think there was even a chance that they were thinking about each other like that? Okay. Um, How many times have you seen it? I saw three. Okay. One. Okay. And I, I had rated it my third favorite Star Wars movie. And I, that's what I was telling you guys the other day. Every time I do watch it, I, I feel like I need to move it up a little bit. Like, yeah. it really... It has, ranks right up there. Yeah, the staying power to it. Um, the movie I was going to talk about, I sent you guys a message last night. Uh, can't, it's on Prime now. I know you guys both have Prime. Yep. Um, I don't really know whether I'm recommending it to you, Cliff, but I, I, I think you can handle it maybe. It's not a Disney. It's not a Disney. Oh. It is extremely violent though. I don't know how you do with violence, but it's got Vince Vaughn in it. It's called Brawl on Cell Block 99. I can't even wait. I had heard it was good, and I it came on there for ninety nine cents last week. I paid that, and then a few days later it was free. <laughs> but but he Vince Vaughn is like lost a bunch of weight. Does he, he play can, dodgeball? No, that oh. might be how he lost all the weight. But he he's got his head shaved, and he's like you know obviously been working. Looks like out. Michael Ironside. Okay. In that picture. <laughs> Anybody He's showing us I? the picture. Yeah, on the podcast. Um, anyway, it's, it's, I talked about a movie last year, Bone Tomahawk. Well, it's actually two years ago with Kurt Russell and Richard Jenkins. Anyway, by this writer director. And it, it was also had some violent stuff in it, but it was a great movie. This is, this was surprisingly good. Got Don Johnson chewing some scenery. And who, Blucas, was that? Blucas. <laughs> uh, he's in there. <laughs> Whatever that guy is from Mark, Buffy. Or Mark Blucas from Buffy. It's, it's pretty good. Super violent, but I definitely enjoyed it. I might have to watch it if it's super violent. Well, it's definitely that. <laughs> yeah, it looks really low budget, like a made for cable kind of movie. But... It does, but it's good. 
it's the way they tell a story, just like, you know, it, it's well done. It's not anything groundbreaking. Like, you've seen this story before. Guy goes to prison. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to be there, but he did. He went. He's kind of like the, I mean, he's a, he's a bad guy, but he's got principles. So he's not just going to do anything. So I, I like that. Okay. That's all I got. Anybody else watching great movies? I'm scratching off my poster. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. One thing we didn't mention, uh, when we were talking about gaming, I thought you were going to bring up was we went to trivia night. Oh, we did go again. <laughs> And so this time we brought Cliff and Alicia and the mayor. Well, the we, mayor was way more help than <laughs> Cliff and Alicia. <laughs> hey, the more people got minds there, there's going to be a question that somebody's going to know. So, you know, bring, you should bring everybody you can find. <laughs> yeah, the table that won had like eight people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now never feel bad about it. So yeah, we came in people. second again to the same team. And we both broke our records. We yeah. we scored more points than we had before, and they scored more points than they had before. So we just can't catch them. But we got a free pizza again. We did. And it's good pizza, so we're going to go back. And it was a business expense because Cliff went out and pressed the flesh afterwards and handed out a bunch of Kapow magnets. <laughs> right. So, hey, if you're a new listener who just met us at the trivia game, thanks to Cliff Suave Marketing, welcome. Yes, we are those guys. Yep, you're, you probably beat us. <laughs> and that's okay. We had fun. That's right. <coughs> so, that's all I got. Okay. Plugs Michael, www.youdownwithkpp.com, Twitter. At the Capel, I don't know. Do I have looking at stuff? me blankly. <laughs> I'm tired, man. At the Kapow Podcast on yeah. Twitter, Facebook. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Leave a review. We're still waiting on those. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe next week we'll get a, we'll get a Justin Lowe review on iTunes. Oh man. Uh, he just he would just bring it. He would be on the Mount Rushmore of, he'd be the Statue of Liberty of Kapow. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Jesse's up there like- too. What, what's a two headed thing? We could have Justin and Jesse. Mm. Uh, they could be the. What about that old sci-fi movie where they're like sewed together? Yeah, they could be the stuck on you. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, we really appreciate all that stuff. Um, thanks again. The huge gift of the the mixing board. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which we'll Thank put you. to good use. Um, and maybe find out we can do some more cool stuff so like coming soon. This show gonna be mixed. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Imagine all the greatness you're hearing now, but mixed. Yes. <laughs> I just exactly. keep picturing this awesome black brief briefcase by Jordan filled with money. Oh man. Well, kind of sort of. Got a hashtag. Hashtag. Um anybody writing down but oh. me? No. Uh hashtag <laughs> bean curd. <laughs> bean curd. Hashtag <laughs> Like a Roomba, uh, hashtag C, and hashtag Sith Don't Lie. Maybe I did write one down, let's see. Coopered up. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. I, I watched, like, that Shakira video, like, seven times. Oh, my gosh. So, just to prepare. Just for I, research, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I can tell by the way you were moving Yeah, I hadn't yeah. heard that song in so long, I couldn't even piece the words together. So, I had to, I watched the video over and over just to get the flow down <laughs> yeah. correctly. Now, does her have to go left, right, left, or right, left, right? I don't they know, go, but whenever they he... don't lie. Whenever he... That. Does his raps? He's very. He's got. He's a very white guy. He's got his <laughs> hand out there, laying it down. He lays down every word. We need to make a video, full on that video. Would that would be awesome. You in the tub? We would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those listeners. They always they made fun of me that my. Binge Racer song sounded a lot like Ernie's Rubber Ducky song. His voice sounded like Ernie racer, on that one. Go. Yeah, you gotta watch it with the Ernie gif. It is so good. Oh. Cause Ernie's mouth even moved at the right time. <laughs> yeah. He started him at the same time. It was good. 
I still go back and watch that. No binge racer, you're the one. <laughs> I think your Shakira one doesn't have that in it, so I'm going to start the Shakira video. Oh, we could so go viral, the we four could. of us, like belly dancing mm. with, oh, we could put masks on, on, we could put like Vader and different Kylo Ren, we could all wear masks. Yeah. I could be in a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> Schwann. Schwann. Yeah. Uh, Schwan. Toboggan down over your face. <laughs> oh, baby, well, the Schwans don't lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael. <clears throat> As always, I am the most exhausted, illustrious Michael K. Easton. We've got meatballs in our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Part two, coming soon. I am DJ Jordan Lowe. <laughs> I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. You can't do it. Ever since you said something about it, it's seriously, you can't just kind of... I'm not his mouth to be full of Four, four. Bean curd and go. <laughs> he can't do it. He's going to think about it. He's like, I'll take a bite right before I say <laughs> What was I doing? That's it. Just, just say five. Let's go. Five and go. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's do this. <laughs> See, yeah, the third one. You can't change it up. You think the sound's cooler, doesn't it? You just, no. The anticipation is building. I might post the lyrics later, so oh, if, good. If, you don't catch, Sing along. if you don't catch all the lyrics. <laughs> okay, I'll, I will tell you up front, what's really helpful when you listen to these is watch a gif of Ernie in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good with the, with the binge racer one. It sounds like Ernie. So go for it. But Shakira does sing like Ernie. Uh-huh. Sings like That's why I'm saying. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Watch the right. gif of him scrub rubber ducky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, lyrics by Justin Lowe. <laughs> this is great. Uh, I, want, I don't. I want to do the voice, but I want you to be able to hear the words. Yeah, do the voice. It's a balancing act. Oh, it's on tonight. You know the Sith don't lie. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.